This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's tonight's show. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, let's go, let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the seventh inning. Stretch. Derek, take it away. Josh, that intro hyped me up, man. I was that was new to me. I even had to cut you off on that. That fired me up a little bit, Brandon. Well done there, sir. I gotta give him that. That fired me up there, baby. I'm ready to go. I told you the new one was good. I don't know. That li- that lights me up. That's seventh inning stretch. Let's get into it. We're here on a Thursday night. We've been with you all summer here. I got Josh Edwards there with me. We're gonna have John there from out of your Falcon Mind be joining us here shortly in a little bit. I'm sure we'll talk a little Braves baseball along with him there. I'm your host along with Josh Edwards, Darren Breyer. Josh, a lot of things going on right now in Major League Baseball. The division race is really, really, really heating up. A lot of teams coming off that all-star break. You know, there's always a big little push there one way or the other. Some teams start to rise a little bit like my Brewers that I called out. They got some teams starting to fade like the Yankees. We'll get into that. How we doing, sir, here tonight? We got a lot to get into. Dude, lots to get into since last time we were on. Uh, lots of good baseball being played. Things are getting real shaky right now. I mean, you know, like you said, your brewer, you're the Brewers who you picked. Uh, they, they are now in the lead for the Central in the NL. Uh, the Cardinals are eight and two in their last ten, and right now they're up three nothing on the Cubs. They're they're just smacking Marcus Stroman around for the second time this season. Um, I don't know what's going on, man. As a Cardinals fan, you know, it's nice to see him win some ball games, but it's like you guys were on your way to a top 10 pick. Oh, and Nolan Arenado just hit another double, two-run double. He's been absolutely on the fire, Mr. Arenado. We'll get into him a little later in the podcast. Yep. I have a little something on him. Josh, I got to say here, you're, you've been doing good. You're a little sleep probably throughout the week, sir. I, I can respect you for showing up here. <laughs> I got right away. We got we got a comment here. We got our guy Flea Market Floppy Disk. He's been tuning in the last few weeks. We always appreciate that, sir. It means a lot to us. You see the A's traded for Manji. We'll get into that a little bit later. Josh, a funny story about this guy that was on the A's. I got to tell you. So locally out me. here, locally out here on the broadcast, right? You have like ABC, right? News or whatever. And there was this guy for the sports. <laughs> he literally started behind home plate, and he would he walked around the stadium, and his goal was to see if he could find a jersey from somebody on the current team, like how long it would take to see a jersey on the current team. It literally took him a minute and 30 seconds to find that guy's jersey, and he's not even on the team anymore. He did this about two weeks ago. It's absolutely hilarious. I mean, because it was like Chapman, Olsen, like Henderson. You know what I mean? It was no anybody from this roster. So I found that absolutely hilarious. So when he brought up that name, that's all I think about from now on. That that was the name the guy found when he broke his minute and a half there. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think he will be a good hitter for the A's. He's been very good this year as well. We'll get into some. We'll get into the trade talk a little bit later as well on this show. We have a lot to get into. Josh, I feel like it'd be remiss though. If, I feel like this time of the year we're basically two months left in the season, right? I mean, we're almost at the dog days a little bit. We're at that trade deadline point a little bit the division races are just really heating up at this point right now. Like, especially for me, the AL East we've been talking about all year with it being a really good, you know, like a really good division from that point on, but let's go through it real quick. 58 and 37 is the, is the Orioles. They, they tied the the race for first, first place. I know they have a game going on right now at the minute. We'll try to keep you updated there. It's three to three in the top of the 10th right now, 
the Orioles actually have a guy on third base with one out. So they could take a one game full out lead at that point. That's where we're out in the season right now. But I mean, to me right away, that's the, the division that stands out to me, but sir, I'm going to let you take the lead with it. What division race has you most intrigued right now? So I'm big on the East. I'm big on the East, but, uh, the, the West, you know, West, uh, we're having some movement there as well. Absolutely. I mean, th there's movement everywhere. I mean, we can talk about every division tonight because there's well, which has you most intrigued though, everywhere. Like you. Ah, I would, I would have to be with you on the, on the East, just because it's the Orioles and the Rays at the top. The Yankees are all the way in the cellar. I mean, even Boston's better than New York right now. Toronto's climbed back up into the uh, playoff hunt because they're actually in the wild card at the moment. So th this division is a complete turnaround from what we are used to traditionally. Uh, your, your two powerhouse teams are in the cellar, and, and all the teams that they're usually beating on are up top and going into the playoffs. Oh, this is nice. Yeah, so you got the standings right there a little nice. bit. So, I, yeah, it's crazy to me, man. Um, Tampa Bay finally cooled off. We knew they were going to cool off at some point. It's, it, the question is, how long is the cool off period and how quickly can they get back up and running? They've got a ton of injuries right now. Lowe has cooled off and is not hitting like he was at the beginning of the season. Wander Franco still being Wander Franco. Randy Rosarena still being Randy Rosarena. Um, but I mean, let if you really look at it, they got. Two starting pitchers out for the entire season. They've had two yeah. other starting pitchers go down. They got a reliever down, and they're playing with a no-name infield and outfield outside of Franco and Rosarena. This team is still overachieving, even though they're if Baltimore wins, they'll be in second place. They're a good team. Yeah, Baltimore is a really good team. I think they're a pitcher away from being a real serious contender for the World Series this year. Yeah. Uh, and and I think they're a year ahead of schedule. So that that's that's the most fun division to watch right now for the playoffs for me. No, I, I think we're I think that I mean how, and like we said, like even the Yankees, who I look forward to talking about fading a little bit, they're fifty and forty-seven at the point right now, right? So they've kind of come back to earth a little bit. They're almost at five hundred. They and you know, and to their credit, they're without to me one of the you know, top two hitters. Right. So, I mean, like they've been doing it most of you know, the last, what do you get hurt in July, the first week of June? So he's been out almost two months at this point here. They're, you know, they, they've kind of survived without him. And now at this point, you can only play so long without your best players in the league usually. And that's just kind of starting to catch up, especially when you're in a division that's this deep, Josh, like you just mentioned. I think the thing with the Rays, though, that intrigues me the most is remember how at the beginning of the year we were saying, Oh, this team's easily winning a easily winning a hundred games. This team's no doubt like they're there. But then we talked about it a few weeks ago. And we kind of both came to the same conclusion: is like there's a chance they fade. We kind of like came back to the same the thought process, right? Because when you the problem is when you start out that hot, that freaking hot, it is very hard to sustain. I mean, like to say, oh, they're gonna beat the Mariners. Well, that's that's a once every what 75 year thing that's not everyone you know that, that often so i think it's natural they faded a little bit here i'm curious though with this orioles raise race and then you look at the blue jays who i still have confidence in five back if you had to take a hunch are you still taking the raise or are you kind of leaning towards the orioles still at this moment and floppy just you're right they've been awful i have no take anymore on this division i have no idea because i think toronto is in a position where being the fact that only five games back, they're seven and three in their last 10. The, that team is clicking right now. 
So, I mean, very easily, Baltimore has a bad series. Tampa Bay stays cold. Next thing we know, we got a three-way, we got a three-way tie yeah. to, up top at the division. So, this division wide open at this point. I mean, mathematically, even the Yankees, if they got hot for long enough, yeah. and everybody else went cold, could come back and win the division. It's not that far out of reach. So, no, this division, I'm not even trying to make a prediction at this point. Um, but if I had to lay money. That's all that matters. And Money's where the mouth is, right? <laughs> if I had to lay money, I oh. I would probably lean, lean towards Baltimore. I mean, if you're the Yankees, how disappointed do you have to be? You have the, one of the highest paid pitchers in the whole entire league. You have one of the highest paid hitters in the whole entire league, and you're in City of Dead Last in the AL East. Unbelievable. Second division, Josh, that you feel like you're most intrigued by here. Uh, that's where I got to go out to the NL West. And then let's take a look. So the Dodgers have regained the lead out west. Um, Arizona's sitting two games back. San Francisco's two games back, and then San Diego's ten, and, and Colorado's out of it. Yeah. So I mean, this division's still technically a four-team race. But is it really? I think it's more of a three-team three race, again, unless San Diego gets hot and everybody else just gets cold. But San Francisco is playing good ball right now. They are, they've gotten better throughout the season with a lackluster roster that I didn't pred- – I, I said at best they'd be third, at best. Um, and, and they are tied for second right now, and, and they're knocking on the door first. So this division is much like the AL East. Very competitive. It's all over the place. Uh, anything can really happen here. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm really hoping Arizona can come back, though, and, and take this division over. With that said, we got to bring in our guy, John, here. John, from Out of Your Falcon Mind, did a podcast last night. And look, folks, he's back with us. He's a gamer like that. Appreciate you joining us here, sir. It's been a couple of weeks. How are you doing out there? Doing great, man. Yeah, I had to come to you from the office a little bit different digs tonight, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. Quick setup, working late, so I figured, yeah, I can't, can't miss it if I can get on there. Had a long one. I had a long show last night, so you know. And that, that's why I'm saying I appreciate you taking some time to join oh, us. Oh, it's tonight. all good, man. We had we had. A, I mean, that's the thing. We could we have to like we have to. I mean, you're fantastic. You like you you're just boom boom boom. You got your topics. You go on. You move on. We just talk about shit. Gotta get keep, home for dinner, John. Gotta get dude. <laughs> I was so hungry last night, man. We were, I was, we got done at like ten. I was starving, man. I was, uh, but it was, it was great. It was a great show. It was, it's always fun. But we, yeah, I got, we have to get better at like regimenting the time because it definitely. Well, I gotta say, take, the one thing about your show, you can't be. You got seventy-five thousand people commenting, so that's a good thing. On your that's show. true. Yeah, that's that's true. You can't be, you can't be mad about that part of it for sure. You had a good show last night. I, I was able to watch a little bit of it. Uh, you had a good guest on there. Mike always entertaining as well. So, oh yeah, and, that's a and, you, and you always have to keep keep the show. I love it. So you do a great job with it as well. It's sir. challenging, dude. It's challenging because, like, yeah, I've got the chat to work with. I've got the topics. I've got Mike. I've got to like, <laughs> you know, under, like see what he's doing. What he's talking because he'll, you know, he'll go off the rails. And if we have a guest <laughs> on, so it's yeah, it, it, it's it's tiring, but it's, it's fun. But it's, it it wears me out by the time we're done with the show. I'm I'm, I'm tired, but yeah. With that said, man, we were talking division races. We just got into it. We were talking about the mm-hmm. AL East. That was the one we thought was the most intriguing. I think most people think that. But with the Orioles now taking the lead, the Yankees yeah. now falling to fifth, we talked that. Josh just brought up the NL West as his second most intriguing division. Where do you kind of stand with your one-two there in, your most, in the division, division races you're most intrigued by? 
I mean, yeah, it's tough to not say one of those two. I mean, I'll, I mean, the NL Central it was shitty as it kind of is, but I mean, like it's still kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, like overall, from top to bottom, you know, like uh, it's still, like, you know, I still, I still wonder who's going to come out on top of that. Is, is can Cincinnati, you know, do it? Is the Brewers going to be there? Like, can St. Louis make a charge? Even though I know they're probably looking. I don't know, Josh. They still looking to sell. You think? Oh, I, you know. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Either. I mean, like, they're eight and two in their last ten. They're right? five I know. on Chicago right now. I don't know. I, I don't know. know what this team is. I know so that, that that one's intriguing. It's hard not to be intrigued, like you said, by Baltimore doing their thing. Yankees falling off the cliff, and then you know Arizona falling down. So they just—I mean, we damn near got swept by Arizona. I mean, if not for Austin Riley today. What do you um, think about uh, the NLS? That's where Josh was going with it a little bit there, where right before you jumped on. Obviously, living out here in the Bay Area, the Giants—they got off—they were really hot to start. They yeah. kind of lost—they lost the last couple of games to the Reds. To me, they're slightly overachieving a little bit. The Dodgers now have started to raise their game. Diamondbacks mm-hmm. have fallen out a little bit. But again, baseball is a weird sport. Two months, anything can happen. Do you have a feeling one way or the other? Or let me put it this way: Do you think the Do- the Giants and the D-backs are going to get in the wild card no matter what? Like, how do you feel about that whole thing? With that? Yeah, I kind of feel like one of those teams will get in the, in the wall card. Um, yeah. The Dodgers, uh, I didn't have a ton of faith in them, but I, th- I thought I kind of felt like if they took over first, it, they, it'd be hard to get it back from them. I kind of thought like if yeah. they got that momentum going, they started playing like they should be playing with the lineup they have, then they may not give it up. You know, and the same. When we, I think on the last show we all talked about Arizona, how they don't have they don't have any like amazing stars or anything like that. They just all play baseball really well. You know, Corbin Carroll, we know him, and you know Christian Walker, I think leads their team in home runs with maybe 19, 20. You know, like so they're not like a power hitting team, but they just play good solid ball. You know, but they they like I said they hit they were struggling big time until they hit uh then came to Atlanta and took two out of three from us. But yeah, you know, I mean like it's. You know, I, I still think, you know, they'll have – now that the Dodgers is there, I think this, it'll be tough to take it back from them. But Josh, you've been as steadfast on Arizona as any person I've I, – I, since March. You've been as steadfast on this team as anybody there. You've believed in them. There's still two games out of the D-backs. Are you, is the belief still there in this team? Oh, I still believe they're a playoff All team. Right. And, right. and I think they could – get out of the first round of the playoffs. And I don't mean the wild card. I mean, like, they could they could make a push. They could upset a team wow. or two. Did y'all see any of that today, Zach Gallon and Strider? That was pretty good stuff there. That was pretty wild, man. The Strider yeah. had 12Ks at the end of the fifth inning. Got um, me a ton of fantasy points today. Oh, hell yeah. Appreciate yeah. it so and then, much. And then uh, the seventh, they just, I mean, the seventh thing, he just, I mean, walked a guy, hit a guy, three-run homer, boom, we're down three to one. Next guy, homer, it's the alley game. You know, and then uh, – but then he, Gallon was pitching a, a perfect game through six, I think it was, until Arcia hit a home run. And, I mean, it was – yeah, it's what you expected from those two guys for sure. It was fun to watch. Agonizing to watch, but also fun to watch. I love when the, in the regular season – and sometimes in the regular season you get these matchups that are even better than the postseason. So that, like, you know what I mean? If you just look at head-to-head because they kind of go against each other. So it's kind of fascinating when, like, these guys go, you know, top-notch, especially when their divisions are playing as well. I kind of want to move to the division to the NL Central just for a second because I believed in the Brewers from the very beginning. They they just swept the Reds after the Reds were red hot, and now they're kind of and then our guy, the guy, he, he's coming, he, he's alive again. Christian Yelich, welcome to the big leagues again, yep. sir. Welcome yep. again, MVP. Now he's alive. Um, I, I just I just believe in their pitching staff. I believe enough in their hitters more than anybody else in this division. 
the Reds did come on strong there, Josh. But again, like you're a young team, you got to have a little regression. I don't know if I believe in their pitching enough to take them that far. Are you with me now? Are the Brewers going to sustain this thing? I don't trust the Brewers at all. <laughs> I just don't trust that team. Hey, we're going there uh, tomorrow. Oh, are you? Yeah. Or no, Atlanta is? Yeah, yeah. Do me a favor. Just take three from them. I would love to. I would love to. We need Please, that, that helps out my cause right now. Um, see, Let's, this is why it sucks to be a Cardinals fan, because all I've been doing is prepping for a top 10 pick <laughs> and for them to just tank the rest of the season. And now I'm like, no, I, I need Atlanta to go to get three from Milwaukee so they can help me out. Right. <laughs> somebody says it sucks to be a Cardinals fan, and I'm an A's fan. It just pisses me off. But go ahead. Go Dude, ahead. <laughs> it, it's, this year sucks to be a Cardinals fan because we're not used to it. Um, but no, I mean, Milwaukee. Here's here's here, I'll, I'll frame it like this: If Woodruff comes back and looks like himself, and Corbin Bur- Corbin Burns continues to pitch like he should, this team should win the division. No doubt. But I don't trust the team. Because I think the ownership and the management knows this is not a playoff contending team. They may make the playoffs, but I, I think they know what this team is and what this team isn't. And and they could get out of the, the best of five series with the pitching they have, but there's no way they make it out of another round. So I, I don't think they're going to go spend and be big buyers at the deadline. They could be sellers. And I'm not talking major sellers, but you're right. A couple of years ago, so that, that's not, where I'm going with this. Yeah. I don't trust the team. I don't trust the ownership of the management. Uh, well, but they should well, win the division. To your they point, Kerbin Burns didn't either last year, right? But right before the season starts. So you're totally right about that. So there, there, there's some reasons I don't like Milwaukee. They should win it. Um, at this point, they sh- it should be theirs. But we have seen insane things in baseball, starting right after the All Star break, and the team that typically does something insane. Is my St. Louis Cardinals? <laughs> That's true. They're eight and two in the last ten. They're up five to one right now in Chicago in the bottom of the fourth. Matt's is finally starting to look like what we know him as. Yep. Um, but if they win this game, I mean, that's a six-game win streak, and they just picked up a game on Chicago, which means we're we're sitting real pretty if you guys handle Milwaukee. Because I don't think Cincinnati sustains all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And we have more games with our divisional opponents the rest of the season than we do anywhere else. Where Because we, we played most of our, um, whatever, the new schedule layout. We played most yeah. of those other teams in the first half of the season. We're going to yeah. see our division now the most. The rest are, y'all of the like, are, you, are y'all liking that, the new schedule this year? I do and don't. I kind of like more division play. Do you? I did. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm the minority. I I, I love it. I, I just I hate seeing the damn Mets in Philly like all the time. Marlins. All the time. Marlins. Um, Marlin, yeah, you know. But um, yeah, just I don't know. Maybe it was just I just I, I just, just you know like the White Sox just just came to town. Like it's like that that side of it's cool because you're getting to see teams you never like. Yeah, where, no, where, I, and the Angels, the Angels are coming to town in a few weeks. Like we'll get this, you know, Atani, a Trout. Well, not not Trout, of course, because he's freaking hurt yeah. again. But you know, um, yeah, that, that part about it I like. I mean, I, and it does make it more interesting. It does make those yeah. divisional games that they 
that you do have that much more important though. I mean, you know, it does, I think it kind of ra- ra- ratchets that up a little bit. No, I agree with that. I, I, John, I'm so old school. I wish there was just American League National League. That's how I don't even wish they played each other. I wish they just kind of did that. So that's where I'm with it. Yeah. Just because I love like the All Star game and like, oh, we haven't faced these guys in the World Series. Yeah, like, right. To me, there's something magical about that mm-hmm. in some ways. So I just like that part I kind of missed a little bit. Like even the NFL, right? Like your NFL, that the one thing I love about the AFC, NFC is they only play once every four years. Right. If they, so that part I even like. So even if in baseball they did something like that, I'd be okay with. But I just don't like. I don't know. I feel like they're playing each other too much for me in some regards, but I hear you on that regard. That makes sense. The Reds, though, John, I kind of want to go. What do you think about the Reds? So, Josh, he mentioned the Cardinals coming up with it. I be, I'm i with him. I've, I've been saying to him the whole year, the Cardinals are the freaking Cardinals. They're just going to make a run. That's what their DNA freaking is. And when you have Goldschmidt and Arenado at the corners, it's very hard to see that team. I don't know. It's just hard to see them folding like that, like mm-hmm. come, the, come the, the summer months. But what do you think about the Reds there with them falling off? Do you think the Cardinals are the team that jumps them at second place, possibly? So what? They're two. They're eight and a half, eight games yeah, behind. Let me get us. it on the screen here. Yeah, they're yeah. Eight, eight, eight games behind Cincy right now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. You know, baseball. Like we just were kind of talking about baseball. Is such a funny sport, man. You can, you know, you can go yeah. on these runs, or you can you can you can get cold for you know, two or three weeks. And it's just those teams that are able to dig out of it quicker than others is what separates them. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't, it's, it's, it's always hard for me to totally count St. Louis out just because of what we've seen from St. Louis over the years. It's, I mean, it's just, Absolutely. you know, I mean, like, it's just, I, I even with Dingle nuts as, as a manager, like it's still like, Tingle it's, t- it's tough for me to freaking to count them out. You know what I mean? Like because the talent they have on the roster, their pitching is like like Josh said, starting to come around. So it's like, you know, I mean, in Cincinnati, the young guys who you know they don't know what they don't know it right now. You know, like they're just kind of going out there, and you know, I, I thought maybe next year they might you know really make some noise. You know, this year they're just kind of doing a thing. You know, uh, uh, young guys coming together, but yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's a tough one, dude. I, I, I don't, I don't have a ton of faith in Cincinnati, but again, that series—that's still the most entertaining series I've seen all year long with the Braves. Was that yeah. one we played them, and they, and they were lineup was legit. I mean, it was it's you know it's they're electric. To, yeah, they are. It's fun. To, I mean, it's so yeah. it's hard to go against them, but isn't there yeah. something John about young guys playing too though? Oh, isn't it is totally about that. Totally, it's totally different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like like Perez. I mean, like he. You know, like he's just playing ball. Like it's not, he's not worried about the race. He's just out there having fun playing ball. I mean, you know, you throwing 98 from shortstop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm, I just, that's the one thing with baseball. When you have these young guys that are studs, you see this freedom in them. Yeah. And it's so enjoyable to watch. Like Acuna Jr., you saw it over the year. You, totally. you saw it a couple of years ago. Like there's just this pure joy. Like you're a kid playing the game you love and you're just yep. a stud at it and mm-hmm. you can just do whatever you want. And it is really, and that's what I get when I watch De La Cruz. I mean, just just showing off ninety eight point five. He doesn't always have to throw that, but just showing it off at it. You know what I mean? Like you gotta love that stuff. Bryce Harper back in the day, right when he yeah. came up, like running the bases super fast to free. Like every play matters. That's the stuff I do. Like I do yeah. love about the Reds is that part. Yeah, yeah, and I do think they've got a good combination of like you know they got Votto, they got the you know the yeah. old veteran there, and they've got some you know some other guys that have played in the league for a little bit. So it's not like they're all young, but they've got a good little combination of guys. So, yeah, I mean, if I, if I had to, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'd put money on 
any of those teams right now to, I just can't, I can't call it yet. It just seems like it's, you know, like I said, St. Louis continues this run and they keep sliding. Then I don't know, man. Josh, let me ask you this. Who do you have more confidence in to win their division? Texas holding off Houston at four and a half. Okay. Or do you have more confidence in Minnesota holding off Cleveland at two games? That's a mean question. Um, you can pass, I guess. <laughs> no. no passing. You must ask no that. It's not coming to me. I'm not a wuss. I'm not going to pass. Um, I'm going to say I'm I would Indiana. have Indiana. Bobby Bay would be disappointed. Exactly. I grew up in Indiana. I'm from, I'm from St. Louis. I grew up in Dude, Indiana. where are you from? My mom wife's from Indiana. So I grew up in a uh, north suburb of Indianapolis called Noblesville. Okay, she's, right from Rich- she's from Fishers. Richmond. I don't know if you know where that's at. So Richmond's right across from Cincinnati. No you sure. got to drive okay. through Richmond to go to, to Great American Ballpark. Yeah, I've yeah, that was that was her first that was her first uh, baseball game was Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah, and Great American's a beautiful little ballpark. Um, it's a hitter's park. Uh, I never had any issues there being a Cardinals fan, ever. <laughs> and you nice. know they don't like us. Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah. So, but no, never had any issues. Great place to go visit. Good fan base over there. Um, tickets were always cheaper than driving to St. Louis for games, and it was closer than going to St. Louis. So. Yeah, makes sense. Sorry, Cardinals I derailed that question there. No, you're good. You're good. What was give Josh uh, more time to think about it. That's all you did. Yeah, yeah. more time to distract me. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say I trust Minnesota more because I think the AL Central is weaker. Um, but the Rangers are for real. They are the real deal. I called yeah. this in 2022 that the Rangers were going to be a great team next year, and they needed to go get Judge in the offseason to put them over the top. They may not need Judge. So – um, I have more confidence in Minnesota, but the Rangers are real. They are. Definitely. John, more confidence in the Rangers to hold off the Astros or more confidence in the Twins to hold off the Indians? I guess the Tigers, you could stay stay there five out. So I'm not going to dismiss that. But, you know, so you could add them into the AL Central as well. But where do you where do you stand on that question there? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, more confidence in Texas. Yeah. Uh, I'd same reason i mean i don't i don't trust minnesota i mean i think cleveland can probably i mean who knows detroit could probably maybe even catch them um i still don't like houston very much so that kind of weighs into it so i mean yeah i mean yeah i, I but no like i said I, texas 100 for real man offense is for real pitching's good you know they're you know obviously good manager and bochi i mean like oh, it's yeah. uh you know I, I, yeah i i got confidence in them it's, probably won six in a row yeah. You know, the thing with Cleveland is, like you said, good manager. And so, mm-hmm. like, I, it's hard for me to ever count Terry. To get, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Cleveland – and I I still feel like Jose Ramirez is the best player in that division. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, that's – I slightly lean with them, slightly still a little bit more. And Carlos Correa, you have been just garbage all season. Like, Man. and it's just terrible all year for Minnesota. It, to me, it's actually quite impressive they have a two-game lead at this point. If you kind of look at some of their players' stats overall – and there, I, I actually kind of sneaky. Me and Josh, I think we brought this up like a month ago, right? Maybe five weeks ago. I said we said Detroit might be coming. Like you know, we, we kind of just threw it out mm-hmm. there for a second. Five games out, Spencer Torkelson, like literally, you know, thirty miles from where I live. Got to see him play a lot in high school. I he's struggled early, but I definitely still believe in the Tigers. So kind of root for them a little bit for that reason. But for me, I would take the Texas Rangers as well. I just Bruce Bochy to me is one of the best managers since. Joe Torrey since Joe Torrey. So 
Yep. If you're going to tell me that, that's who I'm taking there in that regard. So Bruce Bochy is is, go ahead. If I can't, Bruce yeah, Bochy yeah, yeah. is the best manager in currently in the MLB who, who has tenure. No doubt. I mean, I mean, if you want to date back to 2000, I think he's the best manager since 2000. No doubt. I, I don't agree. argue with that. Really? No, okay. I figured somebody would tell me I was wrong. No, no, no I, dude. I, I, I mean, not so that you, no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, without those years in San Francisco and, you know, what he's, yeah. I mean, it's, he, it's he's kind of, he's, he's kind of, I mean, he's honestly, he's kind of like not to toot my own guy's horn, but he's kind of like Snicker. I mean, he lets the guys be guys. He lets them, you know, have their personalities and not try to be so old school where it's, you know, it he reminds me of like Bobby that. Cox, honestly, John. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, yeah. and Bobby and Bobby loosened up a little bit at the end there, but he was hardcore like for a long time. He was, you know, like I said, he threw you know Escobar off the field for wearing a cutoff tank top, um, you know, and warmups. I mean, like he was, you know, suits on the plane, like you know all this stuff. And, yeah. and Snicker, you know, obviously coming up with Bobby, like that was kind of his. Like if you talk to like any player, if you talk to players that were around Snicker when he was like our third base coach or when he was coaching the minor, like their triple A team, they're like, oh, he was a dick. Like he was really just like, <laughs> he was a, he was mean. Like, you know, he was, he's like, he's completely loosened up, which is good because the guy, I mean, yeah. you know, Cooney and Ozzy, those guys, like you can't keep those guys down. You gotta let them be there who they are. Um, but I think that's, that's the best managers, the guys who can let the guys just be dudes and go out because they're playing a game, you know, and they're, it's, it's a hard game yeah. and they, they can't, you know, they can't go in there and crush them, you know, or say stupid shit like, you know, Marmol did under earlier in the season after. I mean, you can't do that. It's just that creates a bad, a bad look for the whole team. It's funny you yeah. mentioned Bobby Cox because I was uh I was under the weather on Monday. I was I was not feeling good. So I, I binge watched, you won't be happy with the series I binge watched, but I binge watched 1993 uh, NLCS. So I literally watched every game. And dude, like I'm telling you, like you gotta. I think it was game five, four or five after the Phillies won or whatever. I think it or four. It was an Atlanta broadcast, like yeah. Channel Ten News or something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hilarious post game. You got to go watch it. Interviewing people in Atlanta, Georgia, in a bar. Good stuff. You got to go watch that in 1993. The conversation. Why? Why are the Phillies Phillies so fat? Well, in Georgia, we we like to stay a little trimmer. Like that's literally what a lady said in the broadcast. It was so good. Like. It was just unbelievable stuff. 1993, uh, you guys got to go watch that, unless you're not a Braves fan at that point. Going to your Braves real quick here. They got a 10-game lead. You're not concerned, correct? No, I mean, we lost two series in a row. We still up 10 and a half, so, I mean. Okay. Yeah, That's I mean, pretty I, simple. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's – like I said, I don't – it's funny if you look at Braves Twitter, like, we have a couple of bad games and folks are like, oh, shit, here it comes. You know, we're – you know. We got to, we got to, what's AA doing? Is he going to bring somebody in? You know, like they freak out so fast, you know, like, and that, yeah. you know, I, I, if you watch baseball long enough, I mean, you realize that this is, it's not a sport where you just, I mean, there, it happens, but you don't just dominate for 162. You're going to have bad stretches. It's going to happen. You're going to lose series. You're going to lose games you shouldn't to bad teams. Like we got, we lost two out of three of the White Sox. Shouldn't have done that, but it happens. You know, like it's – you can't yep. freak out about it. It's just going to happen, you know. So, I mean, no, overall, I mean, I mean, health is really the biggest thing. I mean, you know, we had Rosario get a little hamstring thing. You know, uh, Colby Allard, who was filling in on the rotation, he went down – he's on a 60-day uh, IL now. So, we really need feedback, which he'll, he'll be, he should be back soon. Um, you know, Wright may be coming back at the end, near the end of the season. I still think 
uh, if I had to put money on it, that we're going to go out and get a starter before the trade deadline, I would think, and maybe even a bullpen arm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I mean, Philly's been not doing great. Marlins have not started off the second half really well. Yeah. And the Mets are the Mets. So, I mean, you know, nah, I mean, I'm good. Yeah, you guys are sitting, you're sitting as pretty as any team in the league right now. There's no yeah. other team sitting prettier in the, in the league than you guys right now. Um, I guess for you, you'll probably, I'd be curious to ask you this question in like September, like, right. Yep. If it's still like, cause that's where you like, you start to like, okay, if we're a good team, we're starting to pick it up by the end and then maybe the last week or whatever, but you know what yeah. I mean? That's usually yeah. where I'm at with teams. Yeah. I'm and, actually okay. Especially with a team that got off to such a good start. Like right. This. And I'm actually okay. Struggling a little bit now. Like I, cause that's, that's what worries you. You don't want to be struggling late in the season right before the no. playoffs like that's no. the time you want to be really just kicking it all cylinders so like i you know if we're dropping a few series now and still maintaining the lead then yeah i'm not overly concerned about it so just like i said just gotta stay healthy you know get through the season um josh any uh, can i you got any last thoughts on our division races here or should i move to our question of the week here um first i want to do a score update yeah let's get it orioles took it uh from tampa so they have the sole possession of the AL East. Just wanted to throw that go. out there. How about it? Um, How about those Orioles. Damn Orioles. Division-wise. Brandon Hyde, Santa Rosa, California. There we go, baby. Dude, I'm so happy to see it, though. It's been so long. They need to be up there. Somebody, somebody, somebody. It's time. What a logo. I love their hat. I'm going to be honest. It's a great, I love the, it's a great one. Uh, when they went to the, old, when they went to the like, real the real bird, I was like, what the hell are we doing? That was, <laughs> yeah, it looked like something I drew in like kindergarten. I'm like, come on. That's, <laughs> That's a terrible version of a bird. I was like, what are we doing here? What are yeah. we, a no. real bird? For God's sake. Yeah. No. <laughs> this doesn't boring belong as hell. here. It's boring as shit. Yeah. yeah. That never fit at all. That never mm. fit at all. That's a good call, Josh. There. Thank you for the update on that. Orioles take the lead. They beat one at Tampa Bay. So that's a good series, obviously, moving forward here to the weekend four-game series. My question of the week, I didn't tell you guys any about this, so we'll see what happens with it. Players you wish had won a World Series, not on your team. So obviously you have maybe have some other guys. They could have played for your team. Like I think of your guy Fred McGriff, or you're not Fred McGriff, but the, you know, like some of the, like Ron Gant. I usually oh, kind yeah. of wish he, I like I wish 100%. he won a one. Then he got in that motorcycle accident in '94. Mm-hmm. Then went to the Reds, got player. And those are the type of guys I think of that I wish had won a World Series. He missed out on that Braves one in '95. Anybody that sticks out to you guys uh, in that regard? For me, also, it's Tony Gwynn. I think that's an obvious one, one. for most people in that one. Uh, but, John, you got one that maybe sticks out. You're a Braves fan. I know you probably <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go non-Braves. I mean, uh, the uh, King Griffey Jr., I mean, that that was my dude. I mean, him and Jipper yeah. were my two idols growing up. Um, so, you know, and I was that – that freaking magical season, man. I thought they were going to do it, you know, that with Jay Buhner and Edgar Martinez and, you know, Randy and all that. But, uh, yeah, I really wish he would have got one at some point. But I got one I don't know no, if he ever won call one. There. Did Frank Thomas ever win one? No, no. Like, another great call. No. I'll say, Frank, I'm like, I don't think there. Frank Thomas won one, but I didn't want to sound stupid on air. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Ryan Sandberg for me. Like, that's a good call. Because uh, he was, that's I mean, from like a lot of people have him on there. Yeah, because I, I mean, like we talked about before, you know, I'd, I'd always see him on WGN. I come home from school and the Cubs are on. So, you know, obviously, I was a young kid, but I mean, like, you know, I thought he was, he was like my favorite player, I guess you could say, on the Cubs. But 
at the time. Yeah, he he's he's a funny one because a lot of people, you know, like they said, like back when he played, it's such a okay, rewatching that ninety-three thing, like it just <laughs> it, the whole baseball is different, right? It's just so oh, much yeah. different in that regard. Like, you just you just have a different perspective on how the old guys had to play and the way they get it's just a lot different. The Astros are everything about it. It's just totally mm-hmm. different in the way it was played. So I have a lot of respect for those guys actually looking back at like how they had to like kind of play on some of those surfaces and all that stuff. I I gotta mention a guy that played was from Atlanta, Georgia, or I don't know if he's from Atlanta, but I know he's from Georgia. Is Tim Hudson? I really wish oh, he would have won. Like, love Tim. Hudson. I love Tim Hudson. I really wish he would have won one. My guy Miguel Tejada, you know, he's my favorite player of all time. I really wish he would have got one as well. I don't even care if he got it on the Orioles. Any team after that, I didn't care who he would have got it with. Who he was? He's who I and my my guy. He's a Giants guy, but I still there was something about his hard ass, and he's just a dick enough to me to like him. Is Will Clark? Oh, I just I was, wish. I'm never gonna he, say that. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just enough as an enough of an asshole where I respect it. And that that's part of me where I I really wish he would have got one as well. So those are a couple of guys I got to think of. As one well. dude, one dude. This I mean, his career's not over yet. But it's funny uh, I said Dick and you knew who I was talking. Oh, about. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows Will Clark was an asshole. Um, <laughs> now the one dude is still playing right now, but um, Joey Votto, man, I got yep. yeah. You know if. if if he obviously, I mean, he still could, but I mean, you know, I hate, I, we talked about it last show. I can't not like the dude. Like it's, it's hard not to like the guy. Yeah, no doubt. How about Barry Bonds? How you guys feel about him not winning one? Yeah, I don't care. Don't give it. <laughs> nope. Don't care at all. That's what I figured there would be about that. <laughs> Pudge Rodriguez got one, right? Pudge? Did he? Um, Did he, he got get one, one with the Marlins, right? That's to say, that's what I was thinking. He, he, yeah. he beat the Yankees early in his career. Mm-hmm. He got one with Gonzo Jones, got one with career. Arizona. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those Man, are some I guys I think of that I wish they just would have won one a little bit. So, Will Clark for me is one that stands out. Obviously, if you're from the Bay Area a little bit more, that you wish he would have got one a little bit. Question That was our question week presented by Row One Brand. Use that code VSP15. You'll get 15% off anything in the art gallery. Maybe an old A's winning the division uh, picture. So be sure to check get those out. I'm sure they have one out there. Dennis actually somewhere out there in the picture there. Um, I did. I wanted to kind of go before we get kind of to the towards the hot and the cold here of the show. Just real quick, I have kind of a question here. I did this on my podcast this week of Fat Boy Fade Away. I'm not going to go through the draft. I had Logan Stone on, by the way, Josh Edwards. Don't be jealous. I had him on. We'll get you on there. He was very good with it. We did a top five years draft. Like who who will have the best record for the next five years? We kind of did a draft. I don't want us to go through that, but just real quick, maybe do you have a team that you would pick? Logan took the Rangers. He got the first pick. He took the Rangers number one. My buddy took the Orioles number two. I took your Braves, John, number three. Would you how would you take that? Or somebody mm-hmm. else differently, maybe. Um uh, are you thinking about it too, Josh? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm turning. M- I'm mulling turning it over. Yeah, right me now, too. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm like the Rangers and the Orioles are easily there. The yeah. Braves are going to be there because of their roster. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody different. Well, the Reds were on there a few by a few people on there. I, I have. I just. I don't trust the Reds manager. I took the Dodgers number two. That was my second pick overall in the thing. Uh, and I took the. I took the, the Blue Jays with the ninth pick uh, overall. Logan took. Uh, with the, with his second overall pick, he took the uh, he took the uh, who did he take? the Diamondbacks. That was his, who, who he took overall second. So, 
So I, I, I just kind of curious if you had one team that stands out. You have to go deep and do it bad. I took the Braves number one. I had them on my top list for five years. Yeah. You're giving me the best record for five years. I'm taking the Braves. Uh, I actually they gave me my second pick, the Dodgers number two. So that's where I was going. The Rangers was who Logan threw out there as well. They have a young, good farm system. They spend mm-hmm. a buttload of money, so we all know they can be capable of that, as we saw. Just curious if you had a team or two that, or a team or two that stands out to you. Yeah, I mean, I can just be a homer and say the Braves are one. Just, I mean, and oh, but Orioles. It, you mentioned them. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, um, the the youth that they have, and I mean that they've obviously made some good picks. You got Holiday Sun coming up probably sooner than later. He looks um, like a beast. By he the way. does look like a beast. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you guys don't have that, a clue. <laughs> you guys don't have a freaking clue. He is going to be more than a beast unless yeah, he busts. He looks like it. His swing oh, yeah. electric. It does. Yeah. I mean, it looks crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, with the Braves, it's, I mean, yeah, like you said, Josh, I mean, our, we've got so many team friendly contracts. It's ridiculous. I mean, we've got our core is tied up for quite a while. Five years. Our, yeah. And our pitching's <laughs> deep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, it's tough to tough to go against that. Uh, Texas is definitely one that's up there. Um, I, you know, I warned this. I probably would have said Seattle earlier in the season, but now, like, they've kind of let me down. So I don't, I can't. I think Josh is in that same boat, right? Yep, I sure am. Same boat with Seattle. Cincinnati's probably up there, like you said. I don't know what to think of San Diego. I mean, what Soto is going to be on the trade block? From what I'm hearing, is that a rumor y'all heard? Yeah, I I don't know what to think of San Diego. I don't either. I, that is the. Let's go to them for a second, though, real quick. That on. is the most. Conf- go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. But before you go strictly to them, is it not funny that the team teams with the highest payrolls in baseball are both having absolutely horrible seasons, are in fourth place in their respective divisions? Baseball is a weird sport. It's not basketball, people. You don't just get the best yep. players, and that works. Not like fantasy, that. dude. Is not fantasy. I mean, honestly, basketball is the only sport where if you get the stud on your team, you're you're probably winning that like next year. Yeah. That's the only sport where it translates. Well, why? Well, because there's five people that play on the court. That's why the way it translates to that sport. Other sports, you have to play nine. In baseball, you can avoid these guys if you actually want to avoid them a little bit more than you have to in the other sports. I just want to touch on the Padres real quick, though, because to me, they're the most fascinating team in the whole league. I said the Angels. We'll get into them in a second, but just – the Padres, I don't even know what in the world. I, I mean, I mean, my buddy lives in down in that area. He's like, everybody's freaking out. Like, there's no, they have no idea why they're losing. They have all these studs on their team, and I, I honestly like their pitching. Though to me, has always been their biggest concern going into the year. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just pick up random guys and be really good. To that said, Blake Snell has been pretty damn good. Yeah, but they just don't have this chemistry. Josh, I said I'm worried about Melvin's job. He might not get fired this year, but there's a good chance he's fired if they don't make the playoffs this year. Um, I don't know if he gets fired. Um, Man. I think there, there may be a, a mutual separation okay. after the season. Because <laughs> he may go, you know what? You guys have done screwed this whole thing up. There's nothing I can do because the contract is so big. We can't move the players. I, yeah. I, I I am happy leaving. I, I'm saying that could be a scenario where he just looks yeah, at yeah, and goes, yeah. "You guys can deal with this dumpster fire. See ya." Yeah. Um, and then he can come over to St. Louis. That'd be a great fit. Holy shit, that would be a great fit. Uh, yeah, you, I'm sure Josh would be very excited about that. The Cardinals swoop up another guy when they're going there with it. Heck <laughs> yeah. Or I try to go get Bruce Bochy from Texas. It's, well, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things though. You know, you have to have the right guy to man like. 
manage all those egos, man. That's a lot of exactly. that's a lot of egos in the freaking in that dugout. Um, so if it's not the right dude, or you know, even if it's, you I mean y'all know as well as I do, there's some there's some players that just don't really necessarily respect some of the managers or don't you know see it that way. They they're more me guys than they are team guys, you know. So I'm not saying that's what's going on there because Machado's obviously matured a lot over the years. He's not the same guy he was at Baltimore. He's became that kind of team leader type of guy. But, Absolutely, but um, yeah, I don't. It's I, it's just like you said. It's just I mean, you can't just go out there and buy the most expensive players and expect it to work because this baseball is just not like that, man. Soto is a weird case to me though, because yeah. usually, like in baseball, if you be like if you establish yourself as a stud over a three to four year period, especially as you're a young guy, I mean, it usually continues a little mm-hmm. bit. And I'm not saying he's like. Still has a good eye. I've watched, you know, he still walks. The numbers are still good there, but he's not. You for me, it just feels like he's not having fun in terms of like, you know what I mean? Like, there's something not there. Like, it's kind of that same thing. Like, I sometimes I wonder if these guys wish they were the stud on the stud on a team that what didn't have these all these other guys around them. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're like one of the top 25 hitters of like he was at that point, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, you want good hitters around you, but if you have ego hitters around you. Right. You might want your different team. And I just wonder about that sometimes with these teams that don't have success. It's like, well, they have all this talent. It might work. Yeah. But if you're, it's like work. If you're not in a good mood, you're pissed off. Your, your rate of failure is going to be more. And in baseball, you know, that's not a good thing at all. So I just kind of wonder about that with the Padres and all that stuff. Like that's just my theory on it is like, you have too yeah. many cooks in the, in the chef, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen, basically. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't. When I said me, guys, I meant more like, uh, like kind of like that. Like you know, if you're going, like say for instance, they're at bats. Like okay, they're probably going up there thinking, I'm gonna take three swings for me and one for the team. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like I'm gonna go up there. I'm looking for a home run. I'm looking for, you know, whatever. You know, instead of maybe doing something like going the other way or, you know, just just doing baseball traditional baseball thing that's going to help the team they may be thinking more about themselves more about stats because you got a bunch of those guys that are just taking because obviously you know we've seen all the strikeout numbers go up and everything like that it's not like i mean there's a lot of guys that just don't hit for contact anymore that's not really a thing if you see guys going the other way now that's you know that's that's unheard of bunning is unheard of um so like just you know all the old school type of things it's you know it's, it's so kind of old still, yeah. It's yeah so but it's it's so it's it's like it's kind of all or nothing you know like it's yeah Oh man, yeah. Over to second base. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it lost art, man. You see, you see the uh, what was it? Uh, Japan has the uh, bunt uh, derby. Uh, yeah. Have you seen this? I love that thing when they try to put it in the target. Yeah. <laughs> instead, instead of a home run, they have a bunt derby. They have to bunt it into like a little target thing. Awesome. Oh, I gotta go look that up. Oh, yeah, dude, dude you gotta look awesome. it up. It's, it's hilarious. Awesome. It's good. Also, pretty talented. Yeah, that's hilarious. It is like if you had a big dart circle to be able to yep. put it in a circle like that after after a pitch like that, I would say that's very impressive as well. And the Padres to me are just the most intriguing uh, team in the league in terms of that failure. The second most intriguing team as we get to trade predictions, maybe you don't have a player or whatever. I mean, Otani and the Angels is obviously where we're going to go. They sweep the Yankees, Josh. The Yankees are completely falling off the map a little bit. Be curious of what they do if they actually trade some players at all. I don't think they will. It doesn't seem like the Yankee way, even though they're in last place, people. In the ALE, sorry. Sorry, New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still bitter over uh, Jeremy G. All right, so trade predictions there in this. Otani, to me, is the biggest biggest fish, no doubt. 
no doubt they're a game over 500 now after that sweep. If you're an Angels fan, that you're almost in this spot where you're going crazy, like just either suck or not, man. What are we doing here? Like, but after Otani hits a bomb, Oppo flips the bat like a stud, like just an absolute effing beast, (laughs) and then runs around the bases. I've been you cannot trade this man. It just it cannot happen in your franchise history that you trade this guy. Run it out. Just hope to God you make the playoffs as a wild card. I, I just don't think you trade this guy in any world possible. But is there any other trade predictions? Beyond? You could talk on Otani, anything else you want to go to in this regard. John, I'll give you the first word with this one. What do you think trade prediction-wise? You can start with Otani if you want. I don't. I don't. I'm staying away from Otani. I'll be wrong on that one. I, I mean, I think he's going to go to a – here's what I'll say. He's going to go to a major city. He's not going to go to a mid-market team. He's going to go to a large-market team on the coast. So it's probably going to be New York, New York, San Francisco, L.A., LA. Dodgers. I mean, it's going to be one of those teams, you know, Um, unless – and here's the wild card for me. I got three of them. All right, let's hear it. Baltimore, Miami, actually four, Texas, and Arizona. But I, again, if they're a small market team, I don't think they'll go there. But I think those teams, seeing what they're like, Texas for sure, because they are on the verge of setting mm-hmm. up for a long run. Miami, they've got something down there, and they have one of the best pitching staffs. Throw Otani out there, and you can move Jazz Chisholm back to second base and put Otani out in center. Now you just solve three problems with one thing, and you have easily the best starting pitching staff in the MLB. Maybe not easily, easily but. You're in the top. You got one of the top five pitching staffs in the league. I mean, that would make sense to me if Miami was willing to go all in. That would be very out of character for that organization. But I can see it happen. I can see that as a place. But Baltimore, to me, seems realistic because that makes Baltimore whew, super scary. Got a comment here, real quick. Here we got uh, the traveling board gamer. I first of all, that's just an incredible name, by the way. And try, yeah, it's Jim. huh? It's Jim. Jim, very impressive day there. Traveling board gamer. That is an impressive day. And the fact that you got Jim out of that, that's impressive. All right. Tawny, too expensive <laughs> to trade for. A team will have to trade its future away and then sign a record deal with him next year. I think most teams interested will just try to sign him. I think, John, that's the way that most teams are going to take it. But, my gosh, if you have a chance to get a absolute zero of zero as a guy, me and Josh – interviewed last week mike mckendry he said i said one of one he said zero of zero so he we went lower than me on it do yeah. you make that trade and trade your basically your farm system for this guy i think of the giants in particular because i live out here in the bay area mm-hmm. it just seems like a golden opportunity to give this man two months to see your spot how do you feel about just otani in general and going out and maybe making a big trade for a, a just a lifetime player yeah i mean what jim just said i mean that's that's the risk you take, right? Do you give away a ton and then he potentially doesn't sign with you? <laughs> so like, you know, like he, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's, that'd be the worst case scenario. Like you trade away everybody, you get him for two months, you know, you don't win the world series and then you're shit out of luck, you know? So like, I, that's the biggest thing there. I don't, I do think there'll be teams calling and saying like, Hey, you know, what do you think about this? Is this, are we in the ballpark kind of getting, 
feeling them out, but ultimately, I don't think anything happens. Like, I just think it's you, you're it's just too much. I don't, I don't, I totally think that they'll just wait and sign and go from there. If I was the team that would do this, because it kind of reminds me of the A's when they went when they did a stupid trade for Samarja, but this is the team I would do because Samarja is not at the same level as Mr. Otani, so that's a different subject. But I would just go, I love Samarja though. If I was the Brewers, what are that's the team I would go all in. You're losing Burns next year. Yeah. You're not keeping Williams in the future. You're not keeping Woodruff in the future. I'm just saying, for two months, I would go the Sabathia route. I would just say, I'm getting this guy for two months. I know I'm not signing him. I would give up everything in the world for this guy. That's the team. At this, has got, this has got, uh, this has got, the, I'm going to get your GM fired and shit all over it. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, I would. You make, Dude, you I, and this, especially if I've been in it for seven this. years. All right, but if they won the World Series, oh, you're going. GM's not getting fired. No, hell no. No. And they would have the pitchers in basketball trade for Kawhi Leonard. You do it. (laughs) Oh, Kawhi. Yeah. Oh man. I'm telling you, that's the team, though. If I was any team, because you're right. If you're a team that knows you can sign him, yeah. Why would you give up seven guys to get? There's no way. I'm just saying that's why a team like the Brewers and I maybe the Twins, but I don't think they would. But to me, the Brewers have, like Josh had mentioned earlier, have shown more than a history of like just making wild trades at the deadline. That's the one wild card I would throw out there because who gives a crap if Otani's in there for two and a half months? You know he's leaving, but does, they can at least go at it. So that's to me the that's my trade prediction is he ends up in Milwaukee. <laughs> does the and I'll just I mean I don't know if, would the potential injury type of thing affect this too? Because if you lose, what do you say? Maybe the A's do it. Attract someone. <laughs> That'd actually be funny. They have that to would play actually be awesome. They yeah. have to play in Oakland for one more year and then probably Sacramento for two. So my guess is Seriously. that Tony's not going to yeah. sign up for that. <laughs> um, probably not, no. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, you, you're uh, – shit, what was that? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, the injury. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, I mean, would the injury thing worry you at all? Because if you – you know, if you by chance – you know, has to go down with the arm injury. Like you're losing essentially two players. You know, you're yeah. losing you're losing your outfielder and your pitcher. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that's that's a slight concern too. I mean, dude's throwing is. upper nineties, and it's like it's just because we've never seen it. If we don't know what the longevity is, we've never we've never seen it, so we don't know how to really predict it. He's afraid, like, right? Yeah. Do you guys have any other trade predictions? Any maybe lower key, bigger ones? Obviously, Josh, with your Cardinals playing better, they're probably out of the trade game in that one. And the A's are oh. not the A's. Sell the freaking tea. That's the quote here this year at the A's. Sorry, man. Sorry, Josh. We brought up the A's. Go ahead. No, I was just saying the uh, the cards are going to be – I think they're going to be sellers. So uh, the goal is to move players. Like, they've already come out and said it. They're going to go try to acquire pitching at the deadline. But it's all pitching – well, originally it was all pitching for next year and beyond. Now with this this run they're on where they're about to win you know, nine of their last 11, that may be, okay, we're going to trade some people and we're going to get pitchers who can help us now. So instead of getting guys with just term, we may see the Cardinals pick up a rental or two along with going and getting guys with term. So I think the Cardinals are going to be sellers in the sense they're going to try to get rid of some of their names, but I think they're going to be very focused on who they're going to try and trade for. If they can't get those players, I, th- I think they'll be more uh, docile at the uh, deadline than I anticipated originally. Uh, the Cardinals are the. I think the Cardinals are definitely in the top five of most intriguing teams at the deadline. I don't think there's any doubt. 
obviously next week we'll probably do we'll have a show on it next week because we're getting even closer to the deadline there with it. John, any any thoughts maybe with your Braves as well? Are they making any trades? Anything else you're hearing or anything you want to see happen? Um, yeah, I definitely want to see a starter come to Atlanta. Um, but the, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's almost like a trade. Uh, yeah, that's almost like an acquisition at trade deadline, right? Um, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, Chicago intrigues me a little bit with Strowman, like having the kind of season he's having, um, you know, possibly go somewhere. We had the team we just talked about, San Diego, they're 10 games out. I mean, are they gonna try to sell and you know what I mean? Like, call today. I mean, we already know Soto possibly, and then what some other pitching may be going. I don't, you know, they said Hater possibly. Tatis, haters maybe on the block. That's a game changer if that happens, all those guys. Oh, dude. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of intriguing. I mean, uh, I don't know. You know Washington doesn't really have anybody. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Trey Golden. Jim, Jim that's, I've, I've, that's the exact thing I said. I've said it, I think, three times on the birds at Bush. That's the exact same scenario I've come up with. Trade Goldie, move Walker. You're not trading Goldschmidt, man. You're not trading him. Hold on. Hear me out. Pull the cap down for this one. <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Pull, yeah. Hold on. All right. Time. <laughs> so here's how here's how the Cardinals become playoff contenders this year, and maybe this year, but definitely next year. Like they win the division by the landslide next year. You trade Goldschmidt for starting pitching. You take Jordan Walker. You move him to first base because he's actually a third baseman. He's like six foot six and two hundred and thirty pounds. Giant, He'll yeah. be fine at first base. He's just got to learn how to play the position. He'll transfer from third to first better than he has from tra- transferred from third to the outfield. That's why I say go ahead and trade Goldie. Your future's right there. Give Walker a ten year, pull a Braves move. Ten year, fifteen million a year. Sign him and get it done with. He's that good. He's as good, if not better, than Ellie Daly Cruz. Ellie Daly Cruz is faster, but uh, Walker's a better all around player. Wow. Um, then you trade O'Neill, you trade Young, because uh, I'm trying to think of who it was I talked about. There's a team out there who's good who needs a shortstop who's defensive. So you traded Young to Minnesota. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I think we screw that. you, Korea. No. <laughs> Anyways, so you trade you trade Young to the team that needs a defensive shortstop. You trade O'Neal to anybody for a bag of balls. <laughs> you then move Gore. You put Gore, uh, Gorman's your DH. You move Edmund to second base. Um, no, actually, you leave Gorman at second. Bring Edmund to, to short, back to short. You reset your outfield. And then you picked up a pitcher, and then you got to trade somebody else to go get a uh, bullpen arm. And if you can find another starting pitcher out there, you trade away Jordan Montgomery for a starting pitcher with term because he's not going to re-sign with the Cardinals anyways. You trade Jack Flaherty to the L.A. Dodgers for two of their top three uh, pitching prospects. For So you guys got term, and you can build your minor league pitching system. And that's how you fix the team for now and into the future. Sold. Let's do it. But I would happily trade um, Jack Flaherty out to the Atlanta Braves. That's sure. actually been going around out here. There's a lot of folks in that because that's that's Max's boy, you know, from high school. There. I wouldn't want to do that. Just send me back another Adam Wainwright. <laughs> no. That's all I'm asking. That's, just, yeah. 
give me somebody that can close out a World Series and win a World Series starting. That's all. Just give me, just give me one guy like that. He yeah, did, right. He didn't play 15 years for me. That the uh, the the, the Braves and the Cardinals, obviously, two of the best franchises there. It's always funny to me when they make trades with each other. So. I feel like they're two of the smartest ones. You've obviously, Josh, been questioning the Cardinals a little bit more lately, so there's some there's some things with that. But it is always funny to me when those two, two teams make franchises because I feel like they're always smarter than the other team. So when they trade with each other, I'm always like, what the hell's going on here? What's going on? <laughs> what is up here? So one of these guys isn't making any sense with it. Both and, teams usually win when we trade with each other, though. That is true. That is true. I agree with that. Um, all right. Hey. As we kind of get to the end of the show here a little bit, I got to ask you guys if you've been doing this at all because it's been a it's been a, um, I, a Logan Stone who he tweeted me a, a couple weeks ago. It's probably been going on for years. I don't know how long, but it, it kind of gets the brain moving in the morning. People it gets the brain going a little bit. I don't like that. I don't have like you been it. doing the immaculate nope. grid at all, Josh? Or have you done any of this? Have you heard of it at all? Have you got? John, have you heard of it at all? Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of anti brain moving in the morning. So well, it does have to be morning. Get some coffee, <laughs> my friend. Get some coffee. You don't have to be you don't have to be crazy. And you you can get your. I'm going to show you guys what they have for today with it. What I got here with the immaculate grid. So Josh, what it looks like is you basically have these teams that you have to pick, right? That you, you oh yeah, I've seen this. And it's very interesting. To me. Like and so like I I I'm one of these guys who are like yes. I know a lot about baseball. I know a ton about baseball. And then I'm like, who the hell played for the Pirates of the Mets? And I'm like, gosh, damn it. I don't know. And then you look it up and you're like, these guys played for like seven different teams. Almost every player in the league that played 15 years. I just kind of throw Octavio Dotel out there probably half the time. And I get it right most of the time. But it's really funny doing these things. I encourage, I just, have you guys ever tried messing with this at all? John, it sounds no, like I'm, you have not. I've not. I've seen it. My, a few of my buddies have. And uh, so, yeah, I, I might dabble in it. I mean, like 300, what does that say? 300 plus career average. They do it for football, too. Or, yeah, I've seen the football ones, too. Yeah, yeah. The fun part is so. seeing if you can get it like the lowest the lowest percentage of guys. You know what I mean? That's the end. <laughs> Travel. Jim, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate thanks, you buddy. tuning in here this morning. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Uh, appreciate it. it. The funny one is get it. So, for one that I enjoyed is I had – over 100 RBIs and made the all-star team. I was very proud of Henry Rodriguez on the Expos. That was my uh, wow. 0.2%. That was my – I was very happy about that one, John. What a pool, man. So I, I encourage anybody to try that out. It's actually a lot of fun there doing the, the back of the grid, believe it or not. Kind of just – if you, especially if you're a sports nerd like me, there's just like you kind of bring up some old memories watching the stuff and stuff like that. Just kind of how I was saying to John about the 93 NLCS, probably one he doesn't want to watch, but – it was great seeing Otis Nixon. Great seeing oh, yeah, yeah. Fred McGriff just rake at times. Like it was fun watching the lefty, the young lefty, whatever his name is. I forget it. It was John Smoltz at 26. Yeah, Are you kidding yeah. me? It was hilarious. It was Steve Avery. Steve Avery was there. Kurt yeah, Schilling man. at 26. It was good yep. stuff. John Crook. Oh, I encourage you guys to watch that stuff. It's always great looking back at history with those things for sure speaking of things you don't want to watch uh and this is not baseball i apologize yeah, but yeah, did y'all yeah. see that um nfl's twitter account what they posted last week what they post no they said they tweeted out they said frick it let's just show the entire game and it was the entire 2016 super bowl <laughs> so you can imagine what atlanta falcons twitter did yeah uh they uh, went uh, off and a few hours later nfl deleted that tweet Game was gone. I heard actually something out your pot. Okay, now you I know what you're talking bitches. about with that. 
So, so basically, you're telling me as Twitter went on, they shut the whole game of that, and Falcon Nation said, "You better get that off Twitter immediately." They got attacked. <laughs> they got attacked. And I mean, I don't know what they thought the response was going to be when you, you know, throw like one of the most terrible days in our entire fandom on there and to watch the like that's that's the game you're going to pick like dude like the entire country wanted us to win except for new orleans the entire country wanted us to beat tom brady so yes. like like give yeah, me a well, I'm for you so I'm like you on that one. yeah but yeah anyway that just pissed me off anyway that's why that was football. the night i swore off the falcons forever <laughs> see i mean that's probably a better life choice but you know here I am doing what a stage is that, John? What stage is that? <laughs> That'd be the anger, probably the anger stage, I guess. Yeah, just the anger or the acceptance. I'm not sure. Maybe acceptance. Always oh, good stuff. That, that's one of my favorite videos. You guys, you did a good job with that one for sure. They killed it. Oh yeah, that's just that's his that best work for sure. Because obviously, as a fan, you always have these stages. I, I I'm going through right now with the Raiders fan. I could do 78 billion stages. I think it's oh, funny yeah. me when I watch your pod. I'm like, I need a Raiders pod like this. Because I just don't believe, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you need this, you need this outlet at times like that. So that's why, uh, but I got to go to, that's why the Immaculate Grid, it keeps me, it keeps me ground in the morning. I wake up, do my coffee, makes me think. I get pissed off because I can't think of guys I should know. And there we go. From there, the day's getting started. Um, Where do you find these Immaculate Grids? uh, I usually find them on Twitter. I know they do them on baseball reference, football reference, and all that stuff as well. So if you go on Twitter and you just go to, you just type in Immaculate Grid and search. You'll find it no easily uh, there. All right, we're getting on the hour 10 mark here. Hot and cold. I got a, one last thing for you guys with hot and cold this week. You guys could add with it as well. I got to bring up some guys that have been just absolutely red hot this week and teams as well. Mookie Betts, 14 for 30 in the last 14 days. Nine runs, four home runs, eight RBIs, batting 368 with a 1.218 on base percentage. My guy, Cody Bellinger, uh, Cody Bellinger, who I dropped in fantasy, you son of a biatch. You should not have got hurt. I would have not have dropped you. I wouldn't have dropped you. 17 for 37 is last 14. Listen to these numbers, folks. 12 runs, five home runs in 14 days, 10 RBIs, two stolen bases, and batting a robust 459 in 14 days. Cody Bellinger, you are definitely as hot as it gets. And the Rangers, you are hot as well. Six-game winning streak. Got to give you a little love as well, a little love as well, coming out of the break. That's my hot gentleman of the week, my cold of the week. <laughs> Cedric Mullins disappointed. You go on the DL after the hot. You go on the DL. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He goes on the DL this week with an injury. Aaron um, Pete Alonzo, three for thirty after the home run derby, not doing very well at all, struggling out of the gate. Only one home run, four RBIs to Josh's approval. <laughs> Polar Bear is a – I'm not going to say what he is. I try to keep this family friendly. No, then, you know what? You need to come on our show. You can say whatever you want. You can say that. I'll do that sometime. <laughs> You'll be like, wife, man, I didn't know he knew those words. <laughs> no, she's in the bedroom. All right. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got one of the babies. With the right. And then the cold of the week. The coldest. Ice. Absolutely frigid cold. My guy Jerry Kalenic from the Seattle Mariners breaking his <laughs> left foot after kicking kicking the Gatorade cooler after striking out. He gave an emotional press conference today, how he is apologetic about it and how he felt sincere about how he was just out of his mind. People 
Do not kick things. If you're a professional athlete, you kick the living shit out of that for a Gatorade cooler to break your foot. Yeah. Break your foot out. And you don't punch a wall if you're a pitcher, right? You don't use your pitching hand. That's standard rules. Standard rules. Noah a few years ago for us punched the bench, broke his hand. That was that. Never was the same. My favorite favorite freak injury is Clint Marmis falling down the stairs. He used to play for the Rockies. He was bringing to his apartment. He was bringing up groceries. Had too many in his bags. We've all been there as a male, and you're trying to carry oh, ten yeah. bags up the stairs. I got it. I got it. My wife. Don't worry about it. I can Don't. carry ten of these up the. And then he fell. He broke his hand. To me, that's the one of the more embarrassing ones. Glen Allen Hell, arachnophobia, fell off the ladder. He saw a spider. That also belongs on the list as well. But I got one. Jared, he definitely belongs on cold of the. Yeah, give me one. Grammatica. <laughs> oh, the lefty. The lefty. Against the New York Giants on a Saturday afternoon. I can remember like it was yesterday. Honestly, I can't. I remember, Gus, would hurt himself you, remember Gus, you remember Gus Farrakh giving himself a concussion? Oh, oh gosh. Yes. He had butted the damn goalpost. <laughs> Jabba. <laughs> Out. <laughs> Goodbye. Not, not a good decision on that uh, point to concuss yourself. No, that was a good one. No. There. If you look up, there are some good ones in terms of like oh, man. injuries that have yeah. happened, like just classics. I don't know why the Clem Barmas, because I can relate maybe to carrying like 10, you know, 10 bags up an apartment building. Yes, yeah, so, that's what I That one I kind of react to. Because at times you're just like, whatever, I'm going to carry this yep. up. So that's my hot in the cold of the week. Anything you guys want to add to that? I'll have my guy, Austin Riley, man. Uh, four homers, 11 RBIs in three-game series against Arizona. The reason we won today, we lost, he did, we lost that game, the first game of the series, 16-13, to 13, damn football score. He scored 13 runs, lose the game. But, uh, yeah, he's, he had seven RBIs in that game. And so he's been – he's turned it around. And our boy – and your boy, Matty O, 32nd home run today. So, again, yes. thank you. Thank you, A's. Thank you, A's. Appreciate y'all. Wait, well, they, they, the, the Oakland A's. They, we, we, very good. How about your boy, Arenado, Josh, after well, 15 saying. RBIs in 14 games? Yeah, man. Uh, he had 17 RBIs in our homestand that we just had, batted 390. Nice. Um, had to do on five video. home runs. His OPS was like something stupid. His OPS plus was off the right. I mean, Arenado, and I said last night on our card on the Birds of Bush, um, Arenado looks like MVP Arenado right now. Um, where have you been all year, buddy? <laughs> like, if you would have been like this all season, we would not be in the position we're in. Um, but, no, he's been lights out recently, and Nolan Gorman has found it again. Yeah. So, and then the, the Cardinals pitching staff. Uh, they The starters haven't lost a game in over two weeks. <laughs> I, 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 that's impressive. Insane. For the for the starters we have, it's, it's superiorly impressive, and our bullpen's even woken up. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's my hot, my cold. My cold's got to be the the Rays. Yeah. That's got to be my cold. I mean, the, yeah, that's got to be my disappointing cold is the Rays. No doubt, no doubt there. John, I gotta ask you this real quick because Freeman's on fire as well. Like, is there part of a Braves fan that wish they still had Freeman and not Olson though? There's a very probably a very small like contingent that does, um, but I, I almost like almost everybody has 
really, really taken to Olsen. I mean, and it's, hard not to. He's a it's hard not to. Yeah, he's stud. Yeah. And, but I mean, like the, you know, the fact there's still the old hats that are still kind of like on the batting average thing, you know, like, you know, he does, it, he does strike out a lot. I do he strikes out a lot, but he, it's like, you know, if you look at the OPS and you look at RBIs, you look at home runs, then I don't care if he strikes out a lot. Like if you're giving me that, then yeah, that's fine. You know, like that, that's, but I mean, yeah, he's, the first season definitely probably half an hour. Last year was probably 50-50. You know, like yeah. it was – they weren't sure, like, yeah, I don't know if this is the right decision. And then this year it's definitely probably like a 85-15 type of thing. I mean, like it's still appreciate Freddie and, you know, I love everything he did here. But, um, yeah, yeah they I think everybody's moved on to, to Olsen. And, you know, him being, him being from here, that helps, obviously. I mean, he's a hometown kid, so it's – yeah. You know, it's easy, easy to to settle in, but um, and it was that was a tough. That was a tough transition for him to follow Freddie. I mean, like come, the way that all went down, the way that it happened, they're totally different hitters. Way different, way different. Um, you know, it's there's there's times you you know at, there's there's definitely at bats you would say like okay, I'd prefer Freddie at this at bat right now because I know oh. Freddie's going to put it in play. That's, you know, like yeah. that's the that's the only difference, you know. Um, but and defensively, Freddie's better, I think. But um. Yeah, overall, man. I mean, we're 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 very happy with. with, with I that. mean, you got him for like what 150 million less, and he's still like a stud. So that's like part of the deal with it. Like, yeah, Freeman yeah. would have got to get paid a ton. I think Freeman's obviously the better hitter. I mean, well, yeah. he just watched their bat. You know, like you said, they make contact more. But it's hard not to like a guy like Olsen too. Obviously, as an A's fan out here, I, uh, it's hard for me not to root for him, uh, even when I see him hitting this absolute bombs and nobody. And I mean, nobody can catch fire better than Matt Olson. Like, if you give me a two-week stretch of Matt Olson on fire, you just got to get that in the playoffs, John, and you'll be just perfectly fine yeah. there in that well, regard. I, I thought when he came here, I mean, hitting, I mean, hitting as, as many as he did in, at the Ace Park, I'm like, well, he's going to just destroy here in Atlanta because the ball travels and short porch and right field to the uh, yeah. to the chop house. I mean, like, he's going to just – today, the one he hit, we'll go watch the replay. It was like a – look. He probably touched some clouds, man. Like it was just straight up, and it, it was, yeah, just bombs, man. And I yeah. mean, it was a ninety-one. It's a, he hit was a ninety-one on the black inside, brought his hands in, just right on the right field line, and that was just like nobody thought it was out initially. It was just like shit. That's just way up there, and then just kept kept flying, and it was like uh-huh. all right, but. Um, yeah, no, but Murphy too. I mean, I, I didn't think Murphy would get as many home. I, I thought I thought he would hit good. I didn't think he would hit this good. Like he's been. Yeah, a, I didn't either. He's been ridiculous, but um, yeah. yeah, I didn't think he would be able to. I know Josh. I know Josh did because he wanted him on the Cardinals <laughs> there for a while. So I know he thought he'd hit that good. I I thought he would be able to not lay out the slider. Gentlemen, we've been on here for an hour and twenty minutes. We had a good show here. Seventh inning stretch. Um. Any last thoughts on league? Josh, I want to say this to you. I did. I, I don't know if you got to check my check my last podcast out, but I did a look back at Game Six, Rangers at Cardinals. I, I appreciate. If you ever have anything for me, I love doing look backs, old game. I just told John I watched tonight. So anything like I love reviewing that stuff, just like because it gives me a good perspective of history. Looking back at that game, absolutely hilarious. Like there are so many things that like. Just like it's funny, look at the games. Like, a the pitcher still hitting in the American League. Like, how it changed the whole entire game of baseball. You pitched around the eight hitter to get to the nine hitter. Like, yep. just all those things with it. Colby Lewis batting in the ninth inning. David Freeze. He was awful for the first eight innings of that seven innings of that game. Awful. He was. He gave up a run. He dropped a fly ball at third base, but he came up huge. 
Just a lot of – and my favorite thing about the game, favorite fun fact, in the second inning in that game, the trivia question they had on Fox was, who – how many game six World Series walk-offs have there been? That was their second inning question in that game. And, of course, David Freeze goes on to hit a home run in that game six there. So, uh, you got any advice for me in a game in a, in a, in a any type of look back? Please send it my way there. I'm a big baseball Dude, guy. We should do way. those in the offseason together. Oh, yeah. I, I had to do it this week during all star break. It was great looking back. We watched the whole game. Ron Wash, Josh Hamilton, like the Rangers, mm-hmm. so many heroes on the line. For Cruz, it looked like you know, just a great game looking back at it. And like I said, when you watch the whole game, you just miss certain things. Like, job, when I was watching that 93 series to start out game one. They weren't even talking baseball for 10 minutes. They were talking, guess what? Michael Jordan had just retired that day. So they were oh, talking wow. about they had, they were interviewing the Braves and Phillies players about Michael Jordan Damn. for 10 minutes. It was just great stuff looking back. I encourage people to do that. It just gives you a good perspective on things kind of going forward with it. But with that said, gentlemen, I don't have anything here more for the seventh inning stretch. Josh, John, it's been fun. We've, we, I feel like we've touched on all the division races. John, where can we find you guys out? You guys are always putting out content. I appreciate you coming on and joining uh, joining us here uh, uh, on the show again this week. It's always great getting your perspective on baseball. Yeah, dude. No, any like I said, anytime you guys want me, if I can if I can make it, I definitely will because I love talking baseball on Braves and anytime. But yeah, no, we're gonna of course training camp is next week uh, oh starting out. So yeah, rookies have already reported. Veterans will be there Tuesday. Mike and I are going to be at training camp here in Atlanta on. Uh, well, sorry, ranch, but here in Atlanta yeah. on uh, on Thursday morning, bright and early. So we'll be there. Um, probably going to post some videos that day. Probably have a show later in the day to kind of recap, you know, first nice. day of training camp and whatnot. And um, we'll have a show that's coming up on Tuesday night uh, with Scott Kennedy. He runs a site called All Falcons. Uh, he's had it for a while. Great dude. Um, been looking forward to getting him on. Um, and yeah, we're going to start ramping it up, man. We'll probably start getting two shows a week coming up. Um, you know, now when the season gets going and then just whatever happens, you know, if some craziness drops and we'll pop in some new shows and, you know, so it's going to get, we've been doing the one show a week for this summer, slow summertime, but it's about to get ramped up again, man. I can't wait. And then we'll still keep, like I said, I'll still keep talking baseball though. So y'all just hit me up whenever you want yeah. me. I'll still come on. No, it goes into so, football season. You know, exactly. Goes into, uh, goes, exactly. I, I didn't even go to the first week of November now. I, who knows? It might yeah. Be yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sure. be interested to see how you pull double duty in football. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, obviously we hope for a deep run with the Braves, but you know, it's gonna be it's hoping for an exciting start with the Falcons too. So you know, I mean, uh, it's gonna be, and I mean, with the like it, we've got, I'm obviously, you know, you know, Darren too. I mean, you got your diehard fans that just will tune in like it's, it blew us away that we still have fans tuning into our shows in june and july when there's you know literally nothing going on except for just people writing stuff to make up yeah. articles to get something out there to, to clickbait you know and yeah it's like i mean i said last night on our show like man the everybody watching our show man you guys are the underrated like real heroes here because you're still coming out watching the football <laughs> show in june like man we we appreciate it so i mean it's uh yeah, it's great, man. But I can't wait for the season. Hey, I'm from the West Coast. In the South, all I hear is football is all that matters. So you should have a. That's <laughs> true. It's it's the, yeah, it's, but it's, it's as funny as it sounds. Like Atlanta is still like, it's still it's such a transient city. But I mean, yeah. it's it's more of a college. Like you'll if you ask anybody around, it's more, still more of a college. Like UGA dominates the state. You know, uh, you know, University of Georgia, and um, there's still a ton of Falcons fans. But it's I mean. 
it's still more high, heavily college, you know, all the way around. That, that's what's kind of cool about that Southern feel. Cause out here on the West coast, like college sports is, it's a right. real, it really, yeah. I mean, like even when Cal and Stanford are good, it's like, well, Saturday it's it's nice job, right? degrees. I can go out and do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a weird vibe out here with college sports and the way they've kind of treated it. But mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always fascinated by that Southern like, Oh, man, it's it's life or death around here, man. I mean, SEC is the whole freaking channel of the SEC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> SEC is some serious, yeah, big time. Yeah, but it's uh, like I said, the Falcons. I mean, especially now, as you know, it's definitely if you're still and well, I think, or Lisa said it last night. Uh, like I guess we had from Blog and Dirty. If you're a fan after 2016, you're a real fan. You're <laughs> yeah. a real fan. Like if you stuck in it after that, you know, then yeah. And it's like, and because you know, we're we're used to, like, a lot of our listeners are are younger too. So, like, from Mike and I, you know, we're like, you know, we talked. Our, our listeners started watching when Michael Vick was the quarterback. You know, so like they cut kind of, like that's how they became fans. Was you know watching that exciting. You know, I'm like, shit, you guys are. I wasn't out of, I was out of college at that point. Like, you know, but I mean, you know, like it. So other other than making us feel old um yeah i mean it was uh dude yeah i mean brett Favre was on the falcons when i started watching them i mean like that's how well, that's damn old, old that was um <laughs> but um so and he loved to party in buckhead that's why he didn't stay here but um yeah i mean it was uh yeah it's 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 a it's a it's a very passionate fan base but um and it's like i said you're, you're gonna see the bins i think filled up more this year just because of all the excitement around the team so definitely gonna be better than the last couple of years that's for sure with your boy Mariota last year yeah so. Yeah, yeah, the Netflix series I've been watching, but I got to tune into that with it. So I'm interested. Have you watched it yet? I have not yet. Oh Absolutely. my god! It just pissed me off great. all over again. Okay, I'm not a. I mean, I'm a Mahomes is in my division, so that's the part that's probably gonna okay. Piss well, me off. <laughs> that will piss you off. Yeah, <laughs> that he, that, he's going to be like the go down as the best guy ever to do it at that position. I, it's all yeah, said and done. I mean, kind of skin. Unfortunately, he's in the division of my team there. With yeah. It. Um, like I said, I appreciate you coming on tonight, yeah, tonight with it, Josh. I know you got you had birds and bush last week. Your Colts did reveal last the uniform. Night. If we're going to go football style here, today. okay. I so was not I, a fan can of I throw uniform, in on this? I think they look great. They look uh, great. I think they look awesome, and I like I love the material it. they used because they used um, heathered. It looks too solid. Looks cool. and... But oh, I like it's, it, dude. It's always been solid white. I like for the us. Helmet. I oh, I love the helmet looks. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, the helmet. I, I like. dig the jersey because, and, and you're right, the jersey's all that blue, but it's got that texture to it where when you get closer to the pictures, it's got a, it's got like specks in it too. I saw it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it looks neat because it's yeah. like uh, the stuff that you, a tweed. I think it's tweed is what they call it or something. Uh, I don't know, but it looks cool. No, and I, I, I'm a big fan of it. I, yeah, you know, I, I know a lot of people are like, not, we're hating on it today. Some were like it on it. I was kind of in between on. I was kind of have. I kind of like to see the white pants with the blue suit. It looks like there with it, but that would look better. The mm-hmm. helmet. I could, it's hard for me to argue with the helmet there with the Colts on it for sure. There with it. Uh, that's a tough one for me. I, I totally dig the helmet there uh, with their new uniform. Josh, what did you, you think about the Browns? Well, you did the birds and bush yesterday though, right? Yeah, we went oh, for I, an hour and forty last night. Oh, you sound <laughs> that's that's a lot of talking crappy baseball. No, you got that. <laughs> Well, so Jordan Jordan's going to be on hiatus for a little bit because he's doing some stuff to better his professional life. Um, so he's going to be out for about a, five weeks. So we went a little longer last night to make sure that he got sense, everything. That in makes sense. 
Well, in those five weeks, my friend, me and you will have each other, right? We'll have each other for five weeks here over this over the dog days of August, getting through it. John, I appreciate you coming on again tonight, like we said, on the seventh inning stretch. For Josh Edwards, for John from Out of Your Falcon Mind, I'm Darren from Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports. We hope to see you next week on seventh inning stretch. Till then, peace. See ya. This is Brandon, CEO of the Variety 